Yeah, so this is the Jawas 6. Oh, sh- uh, hey, welcome out to Third World Right, thank you. <laughs> Episode 64. Yeah, 64? 64. The Jawas 6 AG is fatigued edition. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Because nothing is working in this world. But there's good ice cream. But nothing is working in this world. But that man is awesome. But nothing is working in this world. <laughs> oh, God, the Third World Linux. And. My name is AG. And I'm Joe. And we are having so many problems. <sighs> well, you know. But we're still surviving. <laughs> But we're still surviving. Yeah. And we're happy. Uh, so, first off. <laughs> wait, what was it? We're, we are supposed to look at emails, right? Okay, let's, let's move to emails first. Alright, so we got an email. <laughs> <that sound? laughs> I, I was doing a Batman transition sound. I don't know if, if that makes sense. The, yes. uh, the old Adam West Batman. Yes, exactly. I, uh-huh, made sense. But, first off. Whatever. Yeah, from Joseph. Uh, Joseph, he says. Joseph, right? Hi guys, thought I might give a suggestion on old laptops. I live in Australia and I have been installing MX14, which was made for older laptops. Uh, I've been getting, ah. yeah, uh, these, these laptops are mostly old XP32 or 64, uh, or old XP32 bit or 64 bit Vista. They seem to, they seem to be performing faster with this Linux distro MX14. Lightweight, about 700 to 750 megabytes. So have a look. The ISO mm-hmm. is available on DistroWatch. Um, I, I looked for it and mm-hmm. I couldn't find any specific distro MX14. So my guess is that it's the Anti-X or Antix distro, which is, uh, I've heard of that. Uh, yeah. I've heard of that distro. Yeah. Some of them lightweight ones. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So that, that's, that's my guess. Um, it's one of those Debian based. Uh, distributions and I've, I've never checked it out so like I'll, I'll probably check it out and uh up for queue for a third world treatment once I get Linux working on my end of the world anyway yeah uh, or um you know I, I, I can report back I can I can report back to you um on how it goes how goes it ah, I'm sick mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> been coughing but yeah it, it I know, I know before in one of our earlier third world treatments, I forgot which distro that we specifically stated that a good third world double distro could be at least, uh, fit into a flash drive. No, like 700 MB, not a flash drive, but like a DVD drive. A CD, not even a DVD, a CD. Yeah, yeah. Although, um. For, for the most lightweight distros, right? Like 512 was your limit. And 700, I think, is, Personally, I don't think it's the size of a distro, but how it performs. But uh, most of the distros that we like are in that range anyway, at the 700 MB to about to a 900 the one gig, maybe, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, to at least a gig. The 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 drawback with having a smaller sized distro or a smaller sized ISO is that it has to hit the internet for more things. Yeah, like that uh, was you know, which means it's a longer install, right? Not necessarily longer, but because of, it just needs the connection, just needs to f- pull so many things out from the net, not from the packages that it has built in, right? Yeah, yeah. So like when I was installing Antergos, for example, um, you know, I tried both installers, the one with the live, um, 
the, the one with the live US, the, the one with the live environment and the one that's just the installer and mm-hmm. um like looking through the log the one that had the live uh environment like you know it didn't need to download stuff because it was already on the disk so uh there and after your install you have to get the updates as well yeah so i think yeah. i don't think that necessarily will double the time but you know that's an extra bit of time consumption when you don't have the fastest internet connection in the world <laughs> yeah all uh, right um but next are, uh, yeah okay i was about to say but there are perks to having the lightweight distros like we're big fans of puppy because mm. you could literally carry those anywhere <laughs> yeah yeah I, I really and like puppy. You have it's the power really of Linux. And yeah. And have the power of Linux in pretty much an instant. Uh, uh, literally at the palm of your hands. Because yes. of a flash drive. You could put it anywhere. Yeah. You get what we're saying. On the tip <laughs> next of letter. Your little finger. Um, right, next and shout up. out to the plane about to cross by <laughs> our neighborhood. <laughs> I think it's, it can be heard. If it can be heard, shout out to that plane. Anyway. Right, next um, up, uh, we next pop- up. We we hop over to YouTube where our buddy Ocelot, uh, oh yeah, uh, faithful says, fourteen. Yep. Um, so <laughs> there are a couple of things here. Uh, just use the channel fourteen contact page. Um, also, great cast like always. Uh, TWL oh, get you. off tangent. No. Uh, what would Lubuntu be? The moon, because this is referring to um, Jupiter and Saturn. Yeah, <laughs> I really like that little conversation that we had, right? Yeah. Um, and then, yeah. Uh, he says, if the fancy word for Earth centrism is geocentrism, yes, that was the word that oh. I was looking for. So he, <laughs> <laughs> so he was one of the people that thank was you, like, thank, you, thank that. you so much. Yeah. Um, on his, yeah. his post distro install, uh, on my post distro installs, I haven't been able to install Linux on a better PC. Stuck with an old 2009, net, uh, 2009 netbook that was never great to begin with. Depending on the distro, I immediately install any missing Office programs, AbbeyWord, LibreOffice, etc., mm-hmm. and browser and browsers I like. For example, Chromium, Firefox, and simple ones like Midori. Then sometimes yeah. shout out to Midori. <laughs> sometimes emulators and then KDN Live. So um, there's a lot there. First off, I'm really sorry about the contact form, dude. <laughs> Yeah, again, again, that's why we started this episode. Why is nothing working? <laughs> alert, alert, alert. Uh, uh, the, um, what's it? So, 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 so thank you for saying that you used the contact form because now thank I know you. that it's fucking thank you broken. So much. <laughs> now we know we have to. We're, we're currently double checking and, um, should we take that down first or? I already took it down earlier. But you were, yeah, because you were all testing. I, I'm seeing the messages when you were testing earlier. Yeah, yeah. That, that was me checking to see if it was the contact form itself or the email forwards that the were The connection. Broken. Yeah. 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 Uh, okay. Right. So apparently. So it's the, really the form. Yeah. So the forwards work. The, the form doesn't. Um, but Whoopsie. then. <laughs> But then, but then we've tested the, uh, but, th- but then we tested that code over and over and over again. So mm-hmm. I know that the code is good or not good. I know that it works. Um, so the hosting, not the hosting. Yeah. It's um, probably the host. It's probably the host. Okay. Yeah. Uh, that, that's what happens if you don't get a proper host. That, that's what happens if you go for like those free web hosts and stuff. 
Because you can't afford five dollars. No choice for now. Yeah. Yeah. No choice for now. Like we 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 are stuck with it. So we'll see how we're gonna do it pushing forward. Yeah. Um. And uh, would Lubuntu be the moon? Yes, because the moon has a surface. Um. And creator stay like. Uh yeah, so uh, well, geocentrism. Uh, has you know that sea of tranquility when you get everything working. <laughs> oh, that's the next one. Ah, that, 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 that's the next what? one. That, that, that's the next one. Oh. Um, all right. So, uh, 2009 netbook. So you guys are sort of on the same boat on that. Yeah. Um, yeah. and yeah, office programs, uh, web browsers, mm-hmm. emulators. That's and something. Again, shout out to Midori. And emulators, that's something I forgot. Um, I really like ZSNES because, like, that's the console that I grew up with. Like, I grew up with <laughs> yeah. the SNES. So, like, I forgot to mention that. Like, the, the extent of my gaming on Linux is playing the games that I grew up on. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, emulators. Not unlike me where I go all indie and whatnot. Ooh, like, uh, super giant games and the... In their bastion, and right now, like, I know, well, I'm still waiting for Tail. Oh, no. Um, Project Red has just ported Witcher. So, like, those are my games on Linux while you're still with SNES. Why not? Yeah, dude. Um, Super Mario, <laughs> Super Mario Brothers All Stars with Super Mario World, the single greatest cartridge I ever got. I thought Aladdin was the single greatest cartridge you ever got. Nah. I, but I, it was a it that, was a decent, that, like balk yeah. like that game, and you know it was one of the games that that I played as well. But like, um, what's it? There was this one cartridge that had uh, Mario One, Mario Two, the Lost Levels. So that's like the Japanese Mario. Oh 2. my god! Um, it had Mario Three, and mm-hmm. it had uh, Super Mario World, and that was like the single greatest like game ever <laughs> cartridge ever. <laughs> It's like getting a humble bundle, nineties version, nineties style. <laughs> yeah, so there, that that was it. Um, and and it, uh, they they updated all of the graphics. By by mm-hmm. by right. updated, I mean like they actually have colors that are not funny looking because like the yeah. first the first three Mario's were for <clears throat> the original NES, the NES, which I have, <laughs> right? And then they updated it. For the Super Mario All Star um, yeah. edition, right? That, that's the, for the that thing wouldn't SNES leave NES. that thing wouldn't leave mm-hmm. the that thing wouldn't leave my console. Yeah, All right. And KDN Live, uh, good job, because KDN Live. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, for those who are curious, that's what we do with uh, YouTube stuff. Is KDN Live? Yeah. Um, and there was another. Well, for for the third world Linux, at least, right? Yeah. Well, I use KDN Live. Okay. I don't know what they, yeah. what the other guys use. Um, yeah. What was it? <clears throat> yeah. So, uh, Lubuntu, the moon, yes. Um, th- this was because of that thing that we said about how Arch and Gentoo are the gas giants, right? So, yep. another, another guy, <laughs> another guy comments on YouTube, um, LAOCH111. So, Lauch. And he asks us the question, and what would Ubuntu be? Earth? Yes, because it's Linux for human beings. And would Debian be... 
and would. <laughs> I see what you did there. I see what you did there. <laughs> and would Debian be Mars? Um, I, I got nothing for that. Well, if we go with the theory that Mars used to be an Earth-like planet ah. and it developed further into Earth, it could be. But the thing is, is Mars currently still developing right now? Oh, or or Debian, <laughs> or or we could say that Debian is like um, Debian is Earth two hundred million years ago, eh? mm, where everything is still working and smooth, and the, and the planet Earth it's so beautiful. <laughs> but very simple. You don't have you know before human beings came like in and bacon. fucked it up. <laughs> <laughs> before you had you know stuff like bacon. The Xbox <laughs> and uh, cake. <laughs> so, I mean, it's all well and good, but you don't have cake. So, <laughs> so you, can, you look at it two things. Either human beings fucked it up, or human beings tweaked it so much that it's so different right now. <laughs> human beings tweaked it so much that we have cake. <laughs> <laughs> because sometimes it's just hard to fathom. How do you, like, to make cake... It's just so amazing, like a feat of human achievement. <laughs> and at the same time, it's so simple. Yeah. Like, where do you get the flowers, the sugars? Like, it all comes from different manufacturers. Like, who makes the ovens? Uh, what, what, what else? Like, spatulas you need to use. Those, all of those combined is a feat of human ingenuity. And because of that human ingenuity and human demand for good cake, which is not a lie, know what I'm saying? <laughs> we, it's, we've changed the earth so much when Debian Earth is just there working and simple already. Like, do you, what do you need other things for? I'm here. I'm cool. <laughs> hmm. If that's the stretch analogy we would go for. <laughs> Although I really like that, um, I really like the idea that Lubuntu is the moon because it's, it's it's got that it's got that same sort of lu like like lunar, right? Lubuntu. <laughs> Sorry. And Ubuntu would be Earth because it's Linux for human beings. <laughs> Arch and ja- gas giants. Yeah, Arch and Gentoo are that, Jupiter like... and Saturn. Oh man! If, if ever I get time, I'm gonna ask Lauren for help. We should make a graphic of that. Yeah, <laughs> this this is all because um. Was... Okay, go ahead. Mm. <laughs> no, go ahead. Go ahead. This, this is all because we just decided to sit down with like Nikki that one night, and we started talking about like planetary science or whatever it's called. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> Are like, planets who do science trying to theorize what the hell if you can pass by Jupiter? <laughs> yeah. So like, if you can actually go through Jupiter. And so, like, I've actually been starting to read up on, like, astronomy and stuff. <laughs> or not not astronomy, planetary science or whatever it is. And it's, like, really interesting, all of this outer space stuff. You know, like, yeah. None of it will help us in our current daily lives right now. But it's nice to know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Jupiter. <laughs> all righty. And Saturn. Yeah, um, uh, and an email from, mm-hmm. I don't know how to pronounce your name, T-I-E-N-I-E, De Koning. Uh. Yeah, we apologize beforehand. Tianye? 
Tianyai? I have I, I I have no idea how to pronounce it as well. We are so sorry. Yeah. Uh. So the best that my you know. Yeah. Anyway. On how uh, yeah how we tiene the tiene or I I'm very sorry. <laughs> but, um. Yeah. Hello from South Africa. Hi there. My name is Tianyai. And I'm from South Africa. Just listened to episode 62, which was my first Third World Linux episode that I've listened to. Welcome to the Faithful 14. Thank you. Good to have you on board. Thank you. Um, I enjoyed the show. I am currently house-sitting where I get between 3 and 16 kbps download. Uh, so <laughs> Good God, right? Um, so I understand the frustration of uh, Third World Linuxing. At home, I get 200 kbps down, so that's like 2 megabits. Right? Yeah. yeah. Which I, which, which if I I'm can, not, if my, if, if my if math not. serves me right, and I'm pretty sure it doesn't, but I'm gonna say yes. <laughs> yeah, which, which I can live with. Yeah, that, that's pretty much what we live with out here as well. Um, mm-hmm. I use Peppermint Linux. Post install. Yeah, post install, I install yeah. Conky. Yeah, <laughs> I love stat, because he loves stats. Um, also Shutter, Docky, LibreOffice, Audacity, Clementine, and a few others. Uh, never been to Hong Kong as it's a bit out of the way. Keep up the good work. Kind regards. Thank you. Uh, thank you. Yeah, thank you. Man. Thank you so much for that. Um, Conky. I don't know why I don't install Conky. I should though. Like I used to. You're the one who introduced me to Conky. Like, yeah, look at how this would go. Like, yeah, look at this, AG. I could do this with Conky. I'm like, I actually don't know why you, it faded off with you, Conky. Yeah. yeah, I was like, hey, look, 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 there's a clock on Batman's face. Like, because <laughs> you know he is the knight and he needs to know when it's actually the knight <laughs> yeah because um my what's it my desktop background used to be a picture of batman by greg capullo right from yeah. from one of the i is can't remember cover? which is it no it, was, uh-huh. it wasn't the cover it was one of the internal uh it was one of the the splash pages uh-huh. like, like a two-page splash or whatever um yeah, yeah the spread or something yeah and you know there um so yeah I, I don't know why i don't download conky anymore i should though mm-hmm. I really yeah especially should. for batman because for batman especially if there's a clock in his face there's always time for justice um <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, okay uh have we discussed shutter before no no I'm gonna put that on the list of things I have to check out. I had, uh, yeah. The, it's, it's Google a keep? screenshot tool. Oh, okay. Is that it? Uh, I'm not sure. This one I'm gonna check it out. Check yeah. out Shutter. Yeah, it's a screenshot tool, but it's like, it's, it's like screenshot, should, yeah, I, um, what's it? It's like screenshot on steroids. Yeah, cause, uh, I think we really need to actually do at least, not necessarily a product review, not a product, a software review. Of something that we haven't used, or just to check it out and just see. Yeah. But my first order of business is to actually have a Linux computer on hand right now. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, Docky. Great doc. Of course. Docky yep. is amazing, but then, like, for mm-hmm. my particular case, I have Dash to Dock on my GNOME machine. So, um, I used, to, I, I, that's another thing that I used to put on every computer. I used to have Docky on everything. Um, Audacity, yeah, and Clementine, right? Clementine. You are, yeah, you are a fan of Clementine. <laughs> yeah, dude, I heart Clementine. Yeah, we talked about it, right? And uh, on, it's a, on one of our yeah. like older podcasts on Anna. 
yeah. on the podcatcher's episode. Clementine is a favorite of yours. Uh-huh. And yeah, uh, wish I could visit, we could visit South Africa as well, but it's just <laughs> so far away. <laughs> but we are so thankful that, I mean, wonders of the internet. Somebody can, from South Africa can listen to us. Yeah, dude. South Africa. That's actually a place that I really want to go to as well. Um, yeah. I want to hear um I want to hear people actually speaking their native languages there because like they have two click languages That's in one South of your Africa. Fascinations. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they they have um Zulu and they have uh Xhosa or I'm I'm not even going to attempt to pronounce the click in that little x at the beginning of the language. Um but yeah, they're like it's really cool and and the english that they speak in south africa is really interesting as well that it has its own little inflections that is distinctly south african so but for me my fascination with south africa is actually i, I mean you know me and i like cities i like to explore cities and mm-hmm. i think yeah johannesburg is a very interesting city to explore and photograph in so that's uh a wish list for us i guess <laughs> yeah dude oh um one of uh Okay, we're going off tangent. Dude, let's not have like an off tangent section. Mm. We're just going to keep on free flowing it. Yeah, let's just keep on, yeah. Because we've got 20 minutes of Linux content already. Um, <laughs> <laughs> more or less. Uh, one of mom's friends like lived in South Africa for a little bit, right? And, um, mm-hmm. uh, she was telling me about like a lot of their architecture there. How, uh, how if you want to learn how to build a house, that um that that who whose whose architecture follows the contour of of the land like a lot of houses in south africa oh. do that so i'm 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 not sure but she's like yeah you should totally so they check don't, it out so not like here where we flatten out everything or very western actually yeah and or so flatten out everything or or just build so whatever just mold the land we don't mold the land yeah yeah we uh, we mold the land yeah. i mean so like we you know, if, if there's like a, a hill, we just cut into the hill or we uh, build up so that we have like this flat surface to build the house on. Mm-hmm. Um, Mom's friend was telling me uh, when I was like doing the whole real estate thing, um, check out those houses and see how they uh, build in harmony with nature or something like that. Not not in those words, but because we're taking environmental law, that's the type of thing that you know <laughs> you're hearing a lot more often. But yeah, uh, bring yeah. it back to Linux a bit. Ubuntu offices are based in Af- South Africa, right? Yeah, it's 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 from South Africa. Yeah, they're a South African company. So they are. Do you know, I know they're a South African company, or at least an African company. I just can't. Yeah, get yeah I mean, like, I, I know they're from South Africa work right now. <laughs> I know that they're from South uh-huh. Africa, but then, like, did they incorporate there? Like, Canonical did, did Canonical incorporate in South Africa? Anyway, I have no idea, and I can't check right now <laughs> because my web is—it's uh, not just not working. I have no idea. But on to the next one. What's up on the yeah, docket? I'm, I'm I'm looking it up. Sorry. Uh... Right. Canonical Limited is a UK-based, privately held computer software company fo- uh, founded and funded by South African entrepreneur Mark Shuttleworth. Ah, uh, okay. It's just Shuttleworth that's South African. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, because okay. they're... And the company is UK. Uh, yeah, their headquarters are in London. Okay. 
Okay, okay. I thought they were a South African company. It's just Shuttleworth is the one who's South African. All right. Yeah. Fair enough. Uh, Thank you again for the letter, Tiani. And an interesting <laughs> thing that we, we went on to. But yes. Right, so, uh, I actually have a list of like stuff. So we have our uh, feedback. Check. Broken contact form. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. Uh, hosting, hosting problems. Um, yeah. There. Mm. Should I go to AG's, uh, week two of trying, week three actually, of trying to install <laughs> Linux on OSX? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then I got something else after that, which is, that, that way we end on a higher note. Anyway, go on. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, let me start first by saying that I'm pretty sure it's all human error. I'm saying it's human error. <laughs> Why I can't have Linux on the 2006 MacBook Pro. And first, it's a really old laptop. Uh-huh. It's gonna be a, it's gonna hit a decade. Like in, in, in computer years, that's like two lifetimes. Mm-hmm. Cause nowadays I think, uh, a good laptop can last you three to five years. Right. That's its lifespan. And it's just, wow, just that long. But I've had the MacBook Pro now, uh, the MacBook Pro now lived for 10 years. And there are some things that the current literature has not caught up. I'm not sure if that's the right term. Hmm. How, how do I say it? The current literature out there for putting Linux on uh, the MacBook Pro with the current distros is not updated for that anymore because that's a very niche or not n- even niche. It's a very limited user base. Like how many people are there out there? I, I'm not sure if our our listeners are out there or they know someone who runs Linux on a 2006 MacBook Pro. Yeah. So I was really having a hard time doing a number of trial and errors. I own already burned through like five, six um, DVDs just to put in, what do you call this? Uh, live DVD that, and it's not being read. Um, I have like four distros downloaded already until the latest update right now is Ja explained to me something about Mac and it's a very technical explanation on, on, uh, UEFI, UFI of UEFI. a very yeah. old Mac. Yeah. Which to be honest, when he explained to me, I had no clue what he was talking about. Yeah. Uh, right. So like I, so, so if, if ever I encounter like any sort of problem with Linux, um, the first place that I go is the, uh, Arch Wiki. Right? Because like the Arch Wiki has everything. So when I actually like took the time to sit down and think about your problem, <laughs> it's like, okay, let's thank you for doing that. <laughs> okay. Let's check out the Arch Wiki. And, um, yeah, there's, there, there's something about, uh, something about the UEFI. Wait, let me, let me just pop open the page. Come on, third world internet. Third world internet. Don't fail me now. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, I've been trying to update uh, on our Twitter pages the current status on regarding this MacBook Pro install that I have. Yeah, yeah. Once I get one, I'm going to grab a screen cap of myself and just <laughs> raising the laptop um, Lion King style. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, where was it? Temperature sensors. Wait... Because it's just so 
it's been an ordeal. <laughs> yeah. But um, as to cope, since I don't have a Linux machine, the, the closest thing I have is the tablet I have, um, the hand-me-down tablet I have from my friend, the Samsung Tab 3. What I try was to do was like, hey, most of my computing I'm doing currently on the tablet, my on-the-go mobile computing, because the Mac, iMac is for production stuff, right? Mm-hmm. And I realized maybe I need a keyboard for this thing, because mm-hmm. you know the like the old Surface tabs have keyboards, and now iPad, the new, the latest iPads will come with keyboards as well. Maybe I should get one for this oh, thing. Boy. And then when I tried, the screen is just too small, and the keyboard is like I, I got a. I want something mobile, so I look for um, our friendly neighborhood CDR King, right? <laughs> and they have these cases that comes with a keyboard. And the thing I found out was that the keyboard, the buttons are too small for my fingers. Like my fingers are bigger than the key the, than the keys, and it is kind of annoying. And at the same time, the battery life is only like three to four hours of the keyboard. And you can't plug it to the tablet to charge it. So I'm like, aha, this is gonna be wire mayhem. So the other options was, uh, I could get a Logitech one, but that's the size of an actual keyboard and it's not mobile anymore. <laughs> so I'm just gonna get a netbook or a laptop, even if I'm gonna have a keyboard that size. So it's like, hmm, what do I do? What do I do? <laughs> so that's that. Hello. 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 Hey. Yeah, I didn't stop recording. Yeah, I haven't stopped recording either. But yeah, it's weird because I had a long explanation on why, uh, about like, we call this, my keyboard. I, I'm trying to put keyboard on my Android. Uh huh. I had like a three, four minute talk about it. And it was like, why is he not responding or nodding? And when I click, oops, <laughs> disconnected. Right, so we'll keep it so as I don't a surprise. Want to repeat that. Yeah, let's keep it as it is and pretend that you... Uh, but yeah, I said there that like keyboards are too big and it's so inefficient. So if you want to add something there. And that Mac... and, and Yeah, Mac and... Um, uh, what do you call this? Mac and Surface. Uh, Surface came out with it two years ago. Like I was following System AU's Twitter account. They posted a very interesting, a very funny uh, comic that show that Surface Tablet came out three years ago with a keyboard. And then Balmer the the Balmer person in the comic had a balloon there. Once I once the Apple comes out with this with the keypad in the next three years, you'd be saying it's genius. Lo and behold. <laughs> yeah. Uh by the way, dear listeners, um we, we had a third world internet moment in case you haven't picked up on it. Yeah. I was trying to mask it by like as if I was just talking. <laughs> we like this seamlessly. Ah, sure seems open but, source and ah. <laughs> open source and open information. As, 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 yeah, oh well, but yet, yep. I was on my like if, if I don't know how Jaw would edit it, but he would probably include that a couple of minutes of me talking about my keyboard, trying to put Android keyboard on the Galaxy Tab Three, and I found that it's so inefficient. Un- unless I probably shell out for the Logitech keyboards, which are really, really cool, but it costs around um, 1,300 to 1,700 pesos, which is around nearing $50. And as we've discussed before, $50 in this country, 50 US dollars in this country 
it's not easy to come back. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, anyway. Uh. Uh. Anyway, so uh, uh, UFI, UF, UAE, yeah. UEFI. Uh, pre two thousand seven MacBooks have a thirty two bit EFI running. The usual installation image isn't recognized, so this is like Arch. Um, and Arch's solution is to remove UEFI from uh to remove UEFI from the installer, or to roll your own Arch installer with thirty two bit EFI. Um, so I tried to, yeah, so, so, so that's, so that's a that's, possible fix. That's why it's not working. Um, and I think, uh, if, if I'm reading the answer on Ask Ubuntu correctly, um, what is the difference about the Mac ISO image? Because like Ubuntu has, uh, AMD 64 Mac. Uh, so from askubuntu.com, what was the difference between the Mac ISO image? Uh, in Ubuntu 10.10, they changed the normal AMD 64 images to dual boot either BIOS or UEFI. Um, unfortunately, Max use a variant of EFI and they can't blah, blah, blah. So the dude created the AMD 64 Mac, uh, which is the same as the 64-bit, except that they support BIOS only booting. So Macs are happy to boot these in their BIOS emulation mode. Oh my god. So, uh, in other uh, words, the Mac version of the Ubuntu, of, of normal Ubuntu, doesn't have EFI on it, is what theoretically, it's saying. So, theoretically, I don't need to do anything, just put that on a live USB. And, and hope for that the best. That won't work on a Mac, and, and hope for the best. If not, should I remove the EFI boot in my Mac? No. Because I'm so afraid that I might not be able to boot to my Mac ever again. I'm telling you, man, just sell it and buy a netbook. I mean, I want to sell it as well, but it's just that it will be a pain to look for a place who would look for someone who would buy it. I I highly doubt. Yeah, well, you know, if it doesn't work out, just put it up on like, uh, what was the OLX or something. I'm sure somebody's going to buy it. Yeah, might as well risk it. Speaking of which, I'm going to unload so many, because like, when my room is being repainted right now, I'm going to unload a lot of things that I don't use and the things I consider clutter. Huh, yeah. I am going to unload. So I guess that should be part of it. And, um, I'm also going to attempt to bring the, net, my netbook to what do you call this service center of Neo. It's just that, ugh, don't even have time right now. Yep. So. If I'm still alive by next week <laughs> and not drowning in other things that are related to other things, I'd probably take it there. Yeah. Um, All right. Let me just take uh, yeah, a note. Yeah, for now. Yeah, yeah, but for now, actually, I have been very busy using the tablet because, again, I don't have a netbook or a Linux laptop and it's... Sufficing. Like, I thought I would be downloading a lot of programs. Like, the first thing I did when I got I mean, a lot of apps, <laughs> calling them programs using a tablet. How quaint. <laughs> <laughs> How quaint. Charming, I say. Charming. But I thought I was the, uh, going to download a lot of apps. What I ended up doing was removed a lot of them. <laughs> like, I was applying my new philosophy on using... When applying new distros right now, like the first thing I do, right, was 
to remove apps I don't use. So like right now, like I remove so many apps. I remove even Facebook and whatnot. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, like a bunch of social pages I removed. Like I don't even have Twitter on the tablet, and Instagram is the only one I have because. You can't upload because again, that's an annoying thing about Instagram. There's no desktop application of Instagram. Uh-huh. It's only through mobile, and yeah. I need that for work. And um, I, I'm I'm and I was looking for a writing like standalone writing app for the Android, like IA and Writer, IA Pro, and or IA Writer is the name that was been recommended by a friend who's like super big time blogger, and he that was what he was recommending to me, but it costs. Uh, no, it's just like a few dollars. But, and then there's Writer. But what I wanted was full Google uh, sync to the cloud, not just something that's going to be stuck as a text file. Yeah. And I don't like to use it. And, and, um, there's also Dropbox sync or with Writer, but I don't like syncing with Dropbox because like I ha- use Dropbox for sending work over. Uh. So what I use now is just, uh, Google Docs. <laughs> Yeah. Oh man, speaking of Google and Docs. Google Note. Speaking yeah, of Google ahead. Docs. Um this is fucking amazing, right? Because we all know that Google has kind of been like dicks about uh Google Drive for Linux. Yes. Which uh, I we we uh I tried it before installing Google Drive for uh Linux, but no, dude, I ended up just using a third party, right? No, because Linux because because they don't have a because Google Drive does it have a native port for Linux? Yeah. Right? I use the third party, which I actually forgot right now. Yeah. Um, what was it? Uh, the, the best one out there is InSync, but then that's like $20. There you go, InSync. Yeah. It's, it's Before, when I were in beta, I was using it. But if you're having earning what I have, which I don't want to disclose at the moment, I don't have money for $20. But I'd perfectly give it to a service that I've used before open in beta and the support is perfect is great with them so i i am happy to give them 20 dollars. it's just that i don't have it right now <laughs> like most things in life i'm happy to give it to you i just don't have it right now but it's something i really want to put in when i like when i get a full when i get everything working again it's something i really want to put in in the post show let's talk um uh-huh. so anyway <laughs> So, so, uh, GNOME, fucking amazing mm-hmm. desktop. Uh, GNOME 318, and I'm taking this from PCWorld.com. What the fuck am I reading PC World? Uh, I have no idea with you. <laughs> <laughs> which will be released on September 23. Uh, features an integ- uh, features integrated Google Drive support in its file manager. So, um, there's a sort of Google Drive client thingy. That's built into GNOME, but at the same, but then like there's no offline sync, but you know, it's like, come on, Google. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> that's good though, because like now when, um, when GNOME 318 hits the arch repo is like, I'll finally be able to use drive. I'll, I'll, I'll be able to get a few more seconds saved. Not a, a few minutes saved, actually. No, a significant chunk of time saved for our uh, e- editing, for our podcasting. Fuck, it's midnight, and I'm sick, and my brain isn't working properly anymore. Mm-hmm. I just defaulted. <laughs> 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 Shit. 
shit. Anything you want to talk about? We should probably just wrap up. <laughs> if there's anything you need to talk about, like I have no idea what else I need to say. Uh, uh, I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't. I don't know how public they want to be about this. We mentioned this last time. We talked about it in the pre-show last time. I don't know how public they want to be with this, but congratulations to my cousin David Lapp. He recently got married. Uh, yeah, so congratulations to David. Um, and, uh, another, and, and another podcast that I wanted to mention. And, and it's, it's not a Linux podcast. Um, it's this podcast called Cruel and Unusual by this guy named Zach Shemtob. Oh, yeah. yeah, this guy named Zach Shemtob. Um, it is a podcast on punishment. And, uh, he doesn't really, have too many episodes and he doesn't really release them consistently but it's just really interesting um he talks about punishment in general like his most recent episode was on um the death penalty and uh how old like ab- the, the the old abolitionists as his guest called them uh argue on moral on moral grounds for the death, uh, for the abolition of the death penalty and the, what he calls new abolitionists or whatever, talk about it from the practical standpoint, um, for the abolition of death penalty and they, for the abolition of the death penalty, they start talking about, um, how in the United States, uh, the death penalty was struck down by the Supreme Court in the seventies. But a lot of, um, but then a lot of the states re, what's, what's the word I'm looking for? They reenacted their death penalty statutes and, um, it became like a political thing. Like you're using the death penalty as a political tool, right? Mm -hmm. Like if you're right wing, you're pro death penalty or whatever it is. Or if you're left wing, you're pro death penalty. I can't remember which one is which but like it's it it doesn't happen in too many other parts of the world supposedly that like uh the death penalty is used as a political tool um he has another he has another really cool episode on lashing where like would you would you give up jail time for an insane like lash so you know would you is that well, is that cruel and unusual um under contemplation of law right like instead of uh a deprivation of your liberty for one year you get this really hardcore lash on your back where you start bleeding mm-hmm. uh there's an episode where he talks about hell like the ultimate punishment <laughs> <laughs> the ultimate punishment is indeed hell so it's really different types of punishment yeah, and you should totally check it out, man. It's like, I really love it. It's, 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 it's one of my favorite podcasts out there now as well. Like, when, when he comes up with a new episode, it's like, wow. So, and, and I'm, you know, I'm pretty yeah. sure you'll find it interesting. Yeah, totally. And <laughs> the Faith of 14, I'm sure we'll find that really interesting as well. So there. All right. Um, yes. I, I actually thought we'd be recording a lot shorter than we Longer. actually did. Uh, I don't know. But we thank you. And if you want to listen to more podcasts and stuff, yeah, head over to channel14.com. That's channel f o u r t e e n dot com. You guys probably already knew that. Uh, 
if you check us out on Google Plus, yeah, Google Plus is a thing. Um, mm-hmm. We're on YouTube. We try to put up excerpts of Third World Linux on YouTube. Yeah, user slash Channel Fourteen TV. Yeah, CH Fourteen TV, Channel Fourteen TV, Channel Fourteen TV. Yep. We're at yeah, Channel Fourteen TV at CH Fourteen on Twitter for all of the Channel Fourteen stuff. But if you're feeling and hardcore. At- Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you're feeling uh, hardcore, just, uh, just at, at Third World Linux. Uh, email us linux at channel14.com or contact at channel14.com if you want to get in touch with everybody that's involved in channel14. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, we prefer if you just go for the linux at channel14.com. Yeah. Or, you know, if you want to tell Ironic Gamer that uh, he's wrong about MOBAs being pretty much multi user dungeons for the 21st century, you can head over to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, dude. Um, our contact form is this gaming? Work. Do they? Shit, I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> do they have like gaming at Third World Linux? No. Yeah, or they do. They Third do. World Place. What's their uh, gaming at Third World? Uh, gaming at Channel14.com. Yeah, that's theirs. Yeah. All right. Um. So if you ever listen to them at the same time, why not? Yeah, dude. Uh, check out Radio Norm. My God, I love that show. Our buddy Norm. Yep. It's rant. Fantastic. It's fantastic that so far hasn't got anyone killed. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> but it's a, it's a fun show. Uh, we invite you to check it out. Yeah. What else? What else? What else? Um, subscribe, review on iTunes or whatever. Like, I know that it's, you know, difficult to even think about opening iTunes. But if you want to get more people, yep. if you want to get more people to the dark side, you know, uh, pop a review or something. <laughs> the hell am I talking about? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and yeah. review, review the other you're Linux podcasts. Right. Yeah. And, and review the other Linux podcasts while you're there. That way, like, you're just, you open up iTunes, like, once, just five yeah. star every Linux podcast out there. <laughs> Fucking close iTunes, uninstall that shit from your computer, get rid of VirtualBox. And, um, <laughs> You know, we, we bump up <laughs> and, and like the entire Linux podcast, um, community of podcasters or whatever, uh, gets moved up a little bit in the iTunes charts or whatever. So you can get more of those sellouts into the dark side. <laughs> that was so fucking punk. <laughs> uh, share this with your friends. <laughs> if like, you know. Um, and yeah, share some of your thoughts, even some of the past episodes. Yeah. So, and and if you think our Linux solar system is going, how can we round up our <laughs> Linux solar system? Because we still don't have a Pluto. And are we gonna consider Pluto? Like, then Pluto is Android, if I'm not mistaken. Is it? Is it really? <laughs> is it Linux? Is it really? So anyway. Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, so send, send over an email and, like, um, next, next week, if we get any feedback, I promise to do better with the feedback because, like, earlier while we were, uh, while we had a third world internet moment, I was thinking to myself, like, hey, um, the only reason that I get to, like, read a line from the email, stop and make a comment is because I can see the email in front of me and I know that, like, this is where, um, the emailer's thoughts end and my thought begins. But for the listener, that might not be the best thing for me to do. So I'm really sorry, everybody. Um, that email, we should, and, you know, well, yeah, read the email in its entirety and then start and then rambling we on. Yeah. 
Huh. <laughs> now I just thought of that. Because we talk as soon as we read it. Yep. We're Which sorry. is probably bad etiquette. <laughs> now that I've realized it. That's bad etiquette. Yep. So, we should call this the We're Sorry and Nothing is Working episode. <laughs> yeah. So, is there anything else you want to say? Bees! Do things for love, everyone. <laughs> Keep on Linuxing. Really, bees? Bees.